Welcome to Reps and Redemption, a podcast for moms who want to prioritize their health and build strength from the inside out. Hey there, mama. I know you long to find the joy in all the things homemaking and motherhood while showing your kids that you don't have to give up on yourself, your goals, or your desired quiet time with Jesus just to be a good mom. I'm your host, Ashley Harvey, former college athlete, wife, homeschooling, faith-filled homemaker, mom of four, nutrition and strength training coach. If you're ready to take control of your health, lose fat, build muscle and faith, you're in the right place. Grab that iced coffee and let's dive in. Hey there, welcome back to the show. I am so glad you're here. I am doing okay in this third trimester, but I'm going to have a new episode coming out about how I'm preparing for baby number three technically four. <laughs> this is my fourth baby and I am super excited. I'm, I am getting pretty fatigued and tired, which I think kind of ties in with this episode today of just kind of breaking down micronutrients very quickly. I want to keep my episodes a little bit on the shorter side because I know you're busy and you have things to do. And also, I have learned that I am not too fond of long-winded, too many details. I will, (laughs) maybe it's hormones, but I get a little overwhelmed. So bear with me. I am going to make a few changes to make things short and sweet because your time is precious, as is mine. And I want it to be educational, helpful, inspiring and challenging. Without further ado, (laughs) today we are going to talk about, well, I'm going to just break down what I have been learning about in my nutrition course about micronutrients and how we can get them in our diet. My last episode was, well, one of the last episodes, I believe it was episode 67, is how macronutrients can be an essential tool for mom life. So if you haven't listened to that one, it is 20 minutes though. <laughs> so make sure you have the time or you're, you can do it on a drive or on a walk. And that, I love learning about this stuff. I have been learning about food and nutrition after I started working out and it just goes together and it makes me so excited learning more and more about our incredible God-given bodies that... These are our temples, and we are to care for them, and I love learning about it, and I I want to share what I learned with you, and in hopes it gives you more energy as a mom, as a homemaker, and that you just get excited to make some changes if you need to, and I will be doing a whole episode on some changes I need to make, (laughs) but uh, let's get started. I want to make this uh, short and sweet, like I said, and just kind of give you a breakdown of, you know, we talked about macronutrients in episode 67, and your macronutrients are your protein, your carbohydrates, and your fat. And moving forward, uh, your micronutrients are essential vitamins and minerals that our bodies, yours and mine, and everyone's, (laughs) require in small amounts to function properly. They include vitamins A, B, C, D, E, and K, as well as minerals like calcium, iron, magnesium, zinc, and iodine. So each of micronutrient plays a unique role in our overall health, 
from immune system support to bone health and beyond, it's important to consume a balanced diet that includes a variety of nutrient-rich foods in order to get the micronutrients that we need. And my job while I learn about this and go super in-depth, my job as a coach and a mom, (laughs) so first let's just say coaching my own self, my body, and then my children, is to make sure that I am showing and sharing and giving the rainbow. So basically, minimally processed to no processed foods, very limited, and then also just really focusing in on, you know, fruit and veggies that are in season. In, in my opinion, it, it can you can just stop there and say fruit and vegetables. I do believe that there is something to be said for eating with the seasons, especially where we live. So that's kind of been my goal in the last week or two is just what is in season. Now, I'll give you an example of something that I did. You know, I'm I'm pregnant. I'm in the third trimester. Watermelon just sounds so good to me. And it was a couple weeks ago. You know, watermelon's not quite there yet, but I wanted it. So I spent like eight bucks on it. It's normally right when it's in season. It's like four. Now, we're on the cusp of the season. Anyways, we get the watermelon. I'm so excited. I open it up to cut it up and it just it does not look right it was forced to grow (laughs) when it wasn't time for it to grow yet and frankly it just didn't taste very good and I felt like I wasted money I think there is like I said uh, something special about how God designed seasonal fruits and vegetables so I'm trying to do that more and really kind of and, and I forget too I'm not very well versed on like what's in season just because also you know our society today it's just so easy to get really whatever you want if we think about all the micronutrients that we need and if they travel from another country and get banged around how many of those are lost I'm not quite sure I've heard that some of them get you know lost in translation or they get dropped over and over again and then you're like well I don't know if if I'm really getting what I need since I'm eating something that's not in season so I'm focusing on eating veggies and fruits in season and I want to encourage you to really try to do the same um, and eat a variety of minimally processed foods to increase the variety of nutrients that you're consuming like I said colorful fruits and veggies because they have an abundance of micronutrients in them. And like I said in the introduction to micronutrients, it builds immune support. And I know I've noticed with my younger that she's been getting sick a little bit on and off and like cold and cough and things. And I'm like, I really need to boost her immune system. And the best way to do that is to offer her some variety, even though, you know, kids and and their palates, they're so different and they're so new and you've got to offer things like over and over and over again I think for children it's like over 30 times before they actually like really get an appreciation or really decide if they don't like something these are two the colorful fruits and veggies and just like offering it over and over again these are two simple things you can implement without having to go super in-depth with every single nutrient there is like it can be very overwhelming I know in my nutrition course, just an entire chapter on micronutrients. I think it's 120 something pages. It's super in-depth and it's super interesting. (laughs) I love this stuff, but I don't think that we have to overwhelm ourselves with every little detail. And then of course, if that's your thing, 
there is so many things you can dive into. But I do want to share that there's two types of vitamins. There's fat-soluble and there's water-soluble. So vitamins A, D, E, and K are fat-soluble. This means that they're absorbed passively in the GI tract and that they travel to dietary fat to aid in, in absorption. And then we also store this vitamin in our bodies. So there will be a, an upper limit of consumption, but vitamins B and C are water-soluble. And that means they are absorbed passively and actively in the GI tract using carrier proteins for active transport. Since they are soluble in water and we excrete, we go to the bathroom daily. <laughs> end up storing these in large quantities for the exception of B12. It's kind of like, well, why are vitamins so important? The vitamins from macronutrients and like, what's the big deal? But their main job, you know, their most important job is to be cofactors for enzymes. And just to kind of break it down a little bit more, enzymes are proteins that help facilitate chemical reactions in the body. And cofactors are molecules that are required for enzymes to function properly. So vitamins can act as cofactors for enzymes, meaning that they help the enzymes perform their specific function. I'll give you a quick example. So vitamin C is a cofactor for an enzyme that helps produce collagen, a protein that's important for skin health. So without vitamin C, this enzyme wouldn't be able to function properly and collagen production would be affected. That's kind of a more in-depth off the trail topic. I think it's really incredible how food, anything we take in affects our bodies and then our bodies go into the digestion process and really uses everything that we absorb. And I wanted to, I wanna pass on to you the role of cooking if you're not, side note very quickly, if you're not already eating a wide variety of fruit and veggies or if you're not even eating fruit and veggies yet really at all, I would start with the goal of getting in maybe a cup with every meal or even just if it's that's too much, one cup with breakfast or lunch. Like start somewhere, like I always say, like small steps, then come back and listen to this episode because if you're not already consuming these things, it's going to be really difficult. But, you know, the key to, to micronutrients, fruit and veggies, and eating in season is variety. So if someone is eating mostly raw, I might suggest eating cooked, like mixing in the variety of cooking down or steaming some veggies or vice versa. And sometimes you might think, and, and I've always thought like raw is best, right? Like, you know, it's the most natural way. That's the whole foods way, right? But I'm going to give you an example of what I just recently learned about spinach, which is super interesting. There's you know, in spinach, there's minerals like iron and calcium, and they're better absorbed through cooked spinach than through raw spinach since cooking reduces oxalates. This can prevent mineral absorptions. On the flip side, vitamin C content is higher in raw spinach than in cooked spinach due to vitamin C getting lost in the cooking through the heat and the water. So they're both pretty nutritious, just in different ways. And there's another example with tomatoes, like they're both good for you, spinach and tomatoes, but in different ways. And if someone wants to maximize their consumption of water-soluble vitamins like vitamin B and C, it's best to consume raw or use cooking methods that involve minimally water loss. So that would be like 
Minimal water loss cooking is blanching, roasting, steaming, or sauteing. Since I quickly broke down micronutrients and the importance of eating a wide variety in season, also the two types of vitamins, fat-soluble and water-soluble, and just like vitamins, there's minerals, and they have two categories as well. So there's macrominerals and microminerals. And microminerals are minerals that we need in large quantities. So that's uh, that's above 100 milligrams. And then microminerals are minerals we need in quantities much less than that. So minerals are responsible for building body structures like teeth and bones. When you think about, I know when I think about bones and teeth, I think about calcium. Minerals are also important for regulating fluid balance, which probably makes you think of sodium and potassium. And minerals are also cofactors in reactions, chemical reactions in the body. So they're neat because unlike vitamins, they aren't affected by heat or cooking or storing so we don't need to break them down first because they're in a state that is already ready, readily absorbable. And unfortunately, minerals are sometimes bound to oxalic acid or phytic acid, which makes it more challenging for us to absorb them. But this is where cooking can come into play. Cooking can reduce the oxalic acid and phytic acid to make the minerals more absorbable in foods like leafy greens, grains, and beans. You know, right now, one of the minerals that I have, my midwife has had me add uh, extra of is electrolytes because of just being, I'm quite active and I'm also have been found to be dehydrated. So and that's not good, especially when pregnant. One of the things I've added is, you know, drinking more water, but also adding electrolytes or going for reaching for our coconut water, which I love the coconut water at Costco. It's important to point out that a lot of these things work together. Since minerals like calcium and magnesium or sodium and potassium work in partnership, it's, you know, vitamins and minerals can also work in partnership as well for better absorption. So I think it's interesting that God knew what he was doing. Like this goes back to the first point I was sharing with you about eating a variety of minimally processed food before jumping into finer details. Cause I am giving you some details in this episode. Overall, <laughs> the overarching theme is to just push for a wide variety of micronutrients, which is fruit and vegetables. There, There is other sources, but I'm talking specifically about fruit and veggies and eating in season. Now that I am approaching birth <laughs> and my my second home birth, I want to, for me, ensure that I am getting a wide variety. It's super important for my health, the development of this little one inside of me waiting to arrive. And in the end, this is the goal. We can eat so many different things. There's so many choices out there. But when we decide to turn away from all the hype of the next thing that's packaged and cool or promising weight loss or whatever it is that's attached to it, and we just focus on our macronutrients, our carbs, our fats, our proteins, our intake of micronutrients, and eating as whole as we can, we st- we will have room to, you know, have something that we really want or you know, whether it's an Oreo or an orange. And and we, now 
there's different health benefits for both, right? You're going to see health benefits from one. But the key is balance. And I know a lot of people think that that's not real. But I, I do believe we know when we are feeling like we are a little bit more balanced and we have more control over the foods that we're eating and enjoying. It is part of our work as homemakers and stay-at-home moms, homeschooling moms, moms who live to really take care of our nutrition. And a lot of the times I know I can get a little discouraged if I'm like, gosh, my five-year-old is so picky. But in hindsight, I did that (laughs) because I, you know, it was just my daughter and I for so long. So I, I wasn't a short order chef, but I was like, okay, you don't like it. It's fine. So I stopped reintroducing it. So I'm at that place where you just have to take a bite. You just have to try it. And I'm going to keep trying to introduce things raw, cooked, and give more of a, I guess, colorful plate so that the pickiness and then also the options and like beauty of eating colorful foods kind of comes back into my home. I hope this episode encouraged you. I hope you feel a little bit more educated about micronutrients. I know, I think I still have like 20 or 30 pages left. It's super interesting topic and I love learning about it. And I want to thank you for being here. Let me know if you have any questions, feel free to email me. If there's anything really specific you would like me to dive into for you. And until next time. If this episode inspired you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you would leave a podcast review on your listening app of choice. Remember, the content provided in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please seek the advice of your qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical or health condition. Remember, be bold, mama, and live well. Until next time.